Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down, down with the unbougie food aid. right oh wow sorry about that <laughs> I I was having technical difficulties <laughs> okay but I'm gonna do something really quick uh, I had promised not to do it in the mic but <laughs> sorry <laughs> so I wanted to thank you all to just to even start off, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Unbuji Foodie. Honestly, this is a very special day for me. The show might be a little bit shortened because I personally am late. <laughs> I'm just trying to get things technically taken care of. Anyway, importantly, you're here with me. And I want to thank you so much for being here. Uh, what up, Glow? I see you out there. <laughs> um, first and foremost, First and foremost, let me tell you uh, that you can definitely get in contact with me here at the radio station, which is 651-200-3479. Okay, and you're probably wondering, okay, what was the noise in the background? Yeah, it was my little noisemaker. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little low budget right now. <laughs> um, I guess I'm a little... I'm a little giddy, too, because... Honestly, folks, um, it's a milestone for me, uh, specifically with the Unbuji Foodie and being here on the show, uh, being here as a part of the WEQY uh, family. Um, it's been two years, and today would actually make my 100th episode. So, yeah, I just kind of want to give a shout out. And, and say thank you to, gosh, all of my guests, uh, people that have called in, um, gosh, the, the WEQY family, they have been so encouraging and just, yeah, motivating. And I don't know what I would do without them. <laughs> I mean, yes, 
I could probably try to do a podcast and so forth and you know which that's not to say that I, that can't happen in the future but at the moment having the opportunity to share my thoughts topics food topics specifically um, with the community is so awesome uh, and it's been such a pleasure uh, I hope that you have uh, enjoyed listening to me um, and I'm not trying to sound somber or anything like that at the moment because um, I'm not going anywhere <laughs> but uh, I wanted to just kind of reflect back on starting this process or starting the show so um, inadvertently we'll be You'll be hearing a number of different past episodes and hopefully we'll get the technical issues taken care of, you know, me and my one man show here. Um, but it will give you an opportunity to, to see where I started, you know, with the unbougie foodie. And that's interesting. See, told you technical issues, <laughs> making sure you turn off your phone when you're when you're on live so <laughs> it's kind of funny um but first i you know i was going through all of these different tracks and things and i was thinking gosh um uh, i think i probably need to kind of like remind people kind of like what my story has been you know because they're probably wondering well gosh when did you start this and how did you how did it even come about well, I'll, I'll briefly tell um, that portion of it um, just to give you a backstory of who I am uh, and how this all came about. Um, I've always had an interest in, in radio. Uh, when I was in Los Angeles, I grew up in Los Angeles. And um, I was 18 years old um, and I was, I was looking for a creative space or a creative area uh, I my parents didn't know I don't think anybody knew writing poetry um, I loved to journal um, so I was always a storyteller um, English was my was a major for me you know in high school and you know even um, you know getting my associate's degree you know English was something was that was gosh it was it was important but being creative was just as important and so you know when i was 18 i had an opportunity to be on on air you know in hollywood of all places i know that seems kind of funny um but yeah sometimes that's where you get your start in tinseltown or the big city of the big city the yeah, well the big city I, I, I'm trying to say um, New York uh, anyway <laughs> I think you know what I'm talking about anyway I, I'm getting to my point which is I I started that and I love my parents but at that time you know, when you have Caribbean parents they're like you need to get a real job <laughs> that's not doing it uh, and so that kind of like it didn't crush a dream or anything or a passion or I don't know. I, I, maybe at that time when I was 18, it was probably a hobby, but it stuck with me. Um, and so 
being a creative and constantly thinking of some new and exciting way to tell stories, whether it be my family could tell you that I was a person that I would tape myself in my room, all these different voices and everything. Anyway, um, I was always trying to find some way to tell some type of story and food started to come into play and somehow or another you know I felt you know it was important to find out about different types of cuisines and that was I think in my 20s maybe my 30s I but I didn't know how to pursue it what to do whatnot and then fast forward to this opportunity and this opportunity you know the radio station had I believe I'd seen uh, either it was either online or uh, I, I don't know I think it may have been an advertisement or something maybe in the newspaper but you know they reached out to the community and said if there's anyone that's interested in having their own show uh, working at a community radio station, you don't, you know, please provide them with a presentation or some type of content. And if you pitched it to them, you know, they'll definitely work with you and train you. And of course, I have my trepidation um, about it. Um, and I did my research. I went online uh, to WEQY and just found out um, the different content that was already out there. And I didn't see anyone talking about food. And I think food is important, especially when, you know, you're in a community. And at that time, I was still learning more about the community, even though I have been here in Minneapolis or Minnesota for about almost 10 years now. Um, but within the last two to three years is when I really started finding out about the different type of cultures and foods and cuisines that are here in the Twin Cities and I just thought man it would be so awesome so awesome if we found out specifically you know about different restaurants and whatnot that are in the area so that's where this started um, and I was <laughs> I was really thankful um, so <laughs> Here is, I, I guess I'm going to have to kind of show you what I'm talking about when I first started. I felt so green and this was probably, gosh, um, <laughs> the this was the second episode. So I'll just kind of let you hear how it started. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Unbougie Foodie on WEQY 104.7. This is Wesley Wright, your host. Thanks so much for joining us today. Once again, a beautiful Saturday. Get out there and uh, you can enjoy some food. But let me give you some suggestions on where you might want to go or places that I've visited that uh, I found enjoyable. Hope everyone's having a great day. And let's talk about food. Well, as always, this show is always uh, going to be about some type, some version of food, uh, whether it be cooking at home, uh, a show, uh, or a restaurant. 
any ideas that uh, or places that I've gone to, farmers markets, uh, or even food trucks or in places that I've stopped uh, along travels, you know, throughout the city. So if you have any suggestions, definitely provide some to me or give me some ideas. But we'll be more than happy to showcase them. <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. <laughs> uh, episode two. <laughs> Probably wondering, okay, gosh. was He sounded like he was nervous. I was. <laughs> Even though I had a producer in the booth kind of like working the you know the sound um the soundboard for me and everything and yeah it was it was a interesting time and whatnot so <laughs> that was episode two uh i i laugh about it because it was a it was a, a, a odd and interesting time but i figured hey when I needed to, to do something. I wanted to share something. I thought I said I had something within me that I wanted to share with the community. Um, again, not being this expert on, you know, refined palate uh, or all these different cuisines and so forth. But there's got to be the average guy, you know, or girl or woman <laughs> that likes to talk about food and what better way than to have a, a show about that you know and i figured you know let me go ahead and try my hand you know if might i don't know how long it's going to be um i'm not one to just simply do something one and done or anything but still um uh, it was something that i i figured i i really wanted to kind of like share with you all and yeah, it was it was important for me to do that. Um, <laughs> I I want to share with you my another episode where I have my first, um, I guess my first guest, if you would, and that was my friend Warren, and it was quite it was interesting. It was it was fun. Uh, and I figured, you know, why not have him on and we talk about a really great place that we had gone to, which was Fat Chance Sandwich Shop. Um, so <laughs> if you have a, a few seconds here, why not take a listen? As always, today and the show is going to be talking about food. And as you know, I'm the person to talk about it. I'd like to also welcome my guest host, my friend Warren. Warren is a bit of a foodie himself, so he'll be adding in some of his opinions about uh, food and food places. Say hi, Warren, if you would. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, the first place that I really want to talk about is this awesome place that we had a chance to go to uh in brooklyn park it's called fat chance sandwich shop now w admittedly mm. <laughs> we went That's all i'm gonna say mm. <laughs> we went to this place um to this place of business and prior to that of course i did my research 
and went on the website and saw the different sandwiches that were there. And I wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, I know that the person that referred me said it was really, really awesome food. So when I looked on the website and I'm seeing uh, sandwiches called conveyor belts. Yeah, you're, you're kind of wondering, <laughs> yeah. whoa, what is this? What exactly. is this? <laughs> and the tractor and uh, the belt, they were amazing names. But then the descriptions that went along with it were also just amazing. Yeah. Uh, pulled pork and ham and uh, andouille sausage and bacon so, and what what sandwich isn't good without with bacon? Without bacon, of course, of course. The interesting thing is, is that you know, as I have always said, you know, this show is not about going, uh, you know, into a restaurant or, or to a place of business to try to judge or be, you know, pretentious. And but it's about just sharing experience, my experience with my listeners, um, those that are interested in having really good food. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I contacted them um, by email and just simply said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm interested in trying a sandwich or two. Can you suggest can you suggest uh, uh, you're one of your more popular sandwiches? And they replied, which I, I was thankful that they replied because I really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they suggested, that, of course, the tractor. They also suggested um, the belt as well but I saw the tractor online and saw, saw the pulled pork and I, I was already hooked anyway mm-hmm. so we went there and it's a nice place it's located at 8419 West Broadway that's in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota 55445 um, but it, it re- and for anybody that knows the area it's right by the Hennepin Tech Right across the street, college. From the Technical college. Exactly. Right, right, right. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. In the little mall over there. Yes, and um, they're fairly new. They've been in business since June of 2016, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but they are they really have got their their business down. And I want to give a shout out to Mr. Ben um, Dossman and his wife and all of his staff. They were. Uh, very, they were very friendly. Their, especially their their manager. Her name was Brandy. Brandy, shout out oh, to you. Oh yeah, was that her name? <laughs> that I was, was going to say I'm terrible at names. I couldn't remember her name. She's a manager. Yeah, she was awesome. She yeah. was awesome. She was at the counter when we came. Exactly. And, yeah, Brandy, woo woo, you were awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> she made suggestions, and you know, um, the menu. It almost seemed like the menu has expanded when you're inside the the restaurant because I noticed that there were ribs. There was chicken that you could also get. Um, there were wings. But what was the first thing you did or said when you got out of the car? What? The smell. Oh. Yeah. It, this uh, one, yeah, as soon as he opened the door, <laughs> I thought he was going to run into the place because of the smell. Really? <laughs> it, it, was, it was really, it was it, really awesome. It was yeah. delicious. It, I mean, yeah. just when you could actually step out of your vehicle or even roll down your window <laughs> yeah. and there's an aroma that's permeating the entire of smoked barbecue uh, yeah. meat yeah. yeah i'm like is that really coming from their place and he's like yeah, yeah. we got you just kind of yeah you just kind of follow your nose into the place exactly. it, was, it was great it was great but really clean atmosphere and just 
it, it it's a really nice place to take you know take your family. I like the seating because they're it's a uh, picnic benches picnic tables. Yeah, <laughs> but I like yeah. it. It was really they were clean. They it, were new. They yeah, were, yeah, they were great. Um, but like I said, it's it's not about you know us trying to critique the place or whatever. We're we're really here to talk about the food. So when we ordered this food, um, and we we also got a dessert too, which we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> But um, we ordered the food and we sat down. And literally, I think five minutes later, we had our yeah. food. Yeah, it was about five minutes. Yeah, about five that. minutes. Yeah. And I'm telling huge you. Huge portions. Yeah. Huge. I mean, and you could see on the, I have that picture on my Facebook page, um, specifically, you know, again, referring to um, Fat Chance Sandwich Shop. But two hands holding a sandwich. <laughs> like, um, this is this is a big sandwich. And the fries, the, that's the other thing. The the fries, very well prepared, uh, very well seasoned. They weren't overly salty mm, or overly seasoned or anything. And they, they really have gotten those. And these were hand-cut fries. So um, they have it down really to a science. And I know that you know people throw that out there so much. But it, really the way that they serve their food, the way that the food comes out, um, was something really to make you have a good food experience so yeah uh they said they've been really working on that um uh what was her name again? brandy brandy sorry brandy <laughs> uh that they had really gotten that down to you know help get the food out really quickly especially for people that are on lunchtime and, and everything so uh yeah i'm quite they, sure that's appreciated oh yeah you know people don't have you know 20 30 minutes to wait for their food so especially if it's lunchtime and everything you know get your food in 10 you know 10 minutes and you're out the door and like i said the the portion sizes were huge yeah they really were um i, I didn't go there or we went there and i didn't tell them immediately who i was um i went in we ordered our food and we ate really enjoyed it i know you're probably going mm, mm, this and that <laughs> and all like that you know because the food was really good. I mean, there's no denying it. But I was after I explained to her uh, to Brandy, the manager, that hey, I, you know, contacted the store or the restaurant by email and asked you know for a suggestion. I'm the person. You know, my name is Wesley. I'm the Unbuji Foodie, and I explained that you know we I have a radio show uh, through WEQY 104.7. Uh, in Eastside St. Paul and she was very thankful that we came in yeah. but she, you know I did let them know that I was going to give them a shout out and show them how much I appreciate it and we want to show support for um, our businesses in the community in this case you know it, black owned, owned it's yeah. a black owned business so I, and even though we're here in Eastside St. Paul the importance of just going out and letting people know that hey there's a black business that you should go to and it's a good black business um, I think is very important uh, so that the community knows uh, other businesses too you know they yeah. they may have the opportunities hey let's order from uh, you know Fat Chance Sandwich Shop and there might be some white folks out there listening that like a good barbecue <laughs> too so you know well so. <laughs> there were there really were there were a number of people that were in there that were not African American mm -hmm. yeah. which yeah. you know they and there was one gentleman that was sitting behind us and he was like this is some good food some really and, good food and you know that brings up a point for me you know I, I typically don't 
decry a lot of stuff like that, you know, because I'm from up north. I'm from the cornfield, as I joke with Wes a lot, you know, and <laughs> and uh, that was the first time I'd ever tried a sandwich with coleslaw on it, and it was phenomenal. It was really, really good. I loved the pork and. I loved the uh, barbecue sauce that they had. Yeah. It was like the perfect. <laughs> it was secret sauce. Yeah, the secret sauce. <laughs> I actually grabbed the bottle from the table and put more on it, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's the perfect, like, spicy, sweet, I thought. And the I combination the combination of for the sandwich was really good as well. And like, you know, Warren was saying that about coleslaw, um, it, the coleslaw was good. I mean, even though it had its own seasonings, each layer of everything had good enough seasoning, good enough flavor. So, it, as they say, it was a marriage of all of everything all together. So, <laughs> so there you have it. You know, and that was, of course, you know, my very first guest, my friend Warren. Uh, and gosh, uh, fat nip again. Remember, remembering. Uh, our visit to Fat Chance Sandwich Shop and uh, the different sandwiches that we had there was was really fun. Was really <laughs> enjoyable. Listening back to some of these, um, I was just thinking, gosh, I could only imagine what people are probably thinking about. Um, his, who's this guy? <laughs> He's going to these places, and I, I don't know if there has ever been someone. Uh, at least on the east side especially community radio station brand new community radio station at that particular time and when i say brand new relatively brand new because i think it was maybe a year in that weqi um was already like established and they had shows and so forth and then here i came come along <laughs> with a presentation of, of of the like um but you know i there were other um shows that again that I want to kind of like showcase as well and just kind of make sure that I share that uh, with you as well um, specifically there was one with a friend by the name of Aaron Gabriel and Aaron Gabriel is a, a dear friend he is an artist but he's a wonderful and amazing uh, cook or I know he's not gonna like it or really admit to it or whatever but you know i'm like he's a good chef and yeah i i think you really just have to kind of like listen to the conversation so we'll, we'll check this out right now that's the moment you know you've made it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not there yet i'm only helping out bringing <laughs> attention to restaurants that are in the area but I'm always looking for some type of food journey or adventure um, and not just any type of you know ben benefit. You know, it's just I have an interest in food and I really like to try different things. So uh, this is a point to you. Please, if you're on a food adventure sometime, <laughs> please let me know. Well, we have to. We're going to go to Onstai today. Yay. That's because you haven't been there yet. No, I have not. And so that's something that has to happen. But also, we should we should get a group and go to the Hmong Market, Hmong Town Market, because it's I, it's just more fun that way. With more people. Yeah. And I was going to say another thing about there is they do have some things that 
um, a real specialties mm-hmm. like stuffed pig uterus. I know that sounds like what? I know my eyebrows did but, go up. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. It's it sounds you know, but you should. I think everyone should try those things because there is some really unique umami flavors, like that earth flavor nice. in that, and also um, the sauce that the two people I've ha- I've had. I'm sure there might be more than just two people who make that there. Right. But they have this crazy Thai salsa that is quite hot. Mm. But that stuff, I mean, you know, I'm trying anything once. At least. <laughs> it's, it's a you don't know if that flavor could really. If you like potatoes, mushrooms, yes. things like that, that's like kind of a bumped up potato or mushroom. Okay, you know, it's got that same sort of texture, that flavor. It feels real, real earthy, and um, and I think it looks really good Pleasing. too <laughs> but you could also be like no way so <laughs> the, uh, it all depends you i mean i i find some of those kinds of things look look really good to eat well that's good because i'm you know i'm excited and it's it is like you said always always about a food experience or a food adventure so that's why this show is called the unbougie foodie we're not picky about oh my goodness it has to be a a certain type of way or something like that. Well, we, I mean, yes, but to an you know to an extent. It but I grew to... up where it was really what is it toe to tail or what, nose, nose to, to tail, tail or snout of, to tail, like I talked about last like week. Like we, I mean, the feet, the awful. See, that's what I'm. The, this is what I'm talking everything. about being unbougie and unbougie in the sense too of food like that. I know that. There are some that are kind of skeptical, uh, skeptical because they, oh, I don't know about that. I can't do that. But when you grew up in a culture, you yourself and myself included, where I didn't know what it was. I, you know, snout to tail, and then I come over to the Midwest many years later, of course, uh, and find out that that's what it's called. I'm like, well, we've been doing this from the time that I was like eight or nine or something like that. You know, my parents have been cooking everything, every part of the animal if you would and using you know interesting parts that they probably haven't even told us so if you're listening out there mommy daddy yeah and you yeah i know your secret now (laughs) well i think it had to do with practicality those kinds of things aren't you know like certain things people can make people are so resourceful when it comes to food like they can take a pig snout and turn it into something totally delicacy amazing and that's the beauty of it because then there's no waste exactly and you know my parents came from depression era parents and two things are included in that you use every part of the animal and also you cook it within an inch of its life so there's that broth and yeah it's everything. like you mm. want to make sure everything's really cooked through yes. so it wasn't until later in my life that i realized like how great i like raw meats mm-hmm. and uh raw foods like raw you know raw fish raw yeah, beef right i w- famous for you know one of my favorite things when i go to thailand is this form of lob that is raw pork and you have to kind of go into the country and have somebody specifically make it for you okay but uh, that is so there you have that you know again I, like I mentioned I, I bring to him his, he, he or that episode to the attention of the audience listeners and honoring him basically and saying thank you because he is one that has traveled so much and has studied all these different types of cuisines so i i truly appreciate the fact that he was able to join me on the show uh and share his experience um 
you know, specifically uh, in reference to, you know, different specialty foods. Uh, he suggested Mungtown Market and, you know, not being a person that really knew about it. It was just kind of like, seriously, I don't know about that, <laughs> you know. Um, but gosh, it, it, it was so, so much fun having him. Uh, he was a, a great guest. Um, another one I want to bring out was a gentleman by the name of Will Cave. Will joined me um, for this was episode 24. And we talked to him. He has a food truck. It's called Grill Works Food Trucks. But specifically, uh, we were talking on the subject of, I guess, just, you know, City Pages had a specific article that they were uh, going to be sharing. Or, uh, I don't know if you want to say sharing, but they, it was published. Put it that way. It was published. <laughs> and... It had, it was in reference to five, you know, under the radar food trucks. So I want to actually give you an opportunity to, you know, share in that, um, those moments when we had that conversation as well. So let's take a listen to that. I'm going to be talking a little bit more further uh, about food trucks since we've have our guest here that is a food <laughs> truck man himself <laughs> um i was on city pages and maybe these are ones that uh anyone out in in the world else might be interested in um uh, there was a topic on you know check out the five new uh under the radar food trucks that are up my and coming oh my night. goodness see you know i like i said i try to do my homework and do the research necessary for come you know and being prepared for my show so interestingly enough <laughs> um yeah <laughs> food truck guy food truck articles <laughs> well if it hadn't been for amy i may not have known about this one so uh, oh my goodness she brought it to my attention cool cool what did you guys talk about let me hear your your viewpoints on it so Since- um, these are uh, obviously new trucks. Exactly. Uh, some of them sound like they've been doing some pop-ups over the winter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'd like to do that, too. There's a couple places I'm going to talk to about doing that. And if, if I get that going, I'll let you know about it. Oh, man, that would be awesome. But, um, yeah, some of the, these sound like they're going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, some of the names and the descriptions and some, some of these places, I was just like, okay, well, uh, yeah, when y'all coming? Mm-hmm, <laughs> when mm-hmm. are you coming? Because, yeah, some some of us are kind of, I, I know we're in the winter time right now, or kind of winter season. Right. Um, so I'm like the rest of us, or like the rest of you all, my listening audience, and I'm quite sure yourself will, where's spring? Exactly. That see now that's also another question I forgot to ask you. When do food trucks start back up? I would say April. Okay. Spring. April, April May. Just okay. depends on how the weather. Yes. Obviously, um, if you get if you get started in in March, uh, and the weather's cooperative. Okay. You can have a really good season because a lot of trucks may not Early. start. Yeah, exactly. Till late May or even April or May, late April, even May. Oh, so. see, that's good to know. And that was one of the questions that I did want to bring up while we were talking about your food truck specifically, because, like, again, we're in the winter and we're like, man, uh, not, not this year. I don't. What? It was an interesting conversation because we talked about other food trucks that were coming up, uh, that. 
folks maybe they may not have were familiar with and he shared his insight on having his own food truck and actually just really entering into the food truck arena i'll say uh he had been doing it for a while but then later on in the show he explains a little bit more about his cuisine uh you know what he was going to be offering on his food truck and then he you know surprised me with he also makes hot sauce too so i thought that was really really cool uh, for him to share um, that with me um man there have been so so many i mean you i try to go through a number of different ones to figure out what's a great one that i could i could share and just as a, a reminder or you know at a time that maybe someone wanted to find out uh, about a new cuisine or or whatnot and i figured you know what better way than to just go back through all of them <laughs> go back through my all my episodes and it was a, a little bit of a daunting task because there there's not enough time within an hour to share all the the special moments um you know guests that have been on the show um individuals like uh, chefs that have been on the show even more recently um but i wanted to you know kind of like do the early the early ages or early episodes to you know give everyone an idea of how this again how this really started for me and how we grew and how i grew i'll say it that way (laughs) how i grew um a really a really exciting one uh for me another exciting one for me i should say was when I had two friends uh, come to visit, and one of them attended uh, what's referred to as a facal, uh, which is a Lao pop-up. Um, and why don't we take a listen to that one? Because I thought that one was kind of really cool, um, and just important for us to just to kind of reflect back on. So uh, it was and my poor friend tj he's gonna be mad at me but fine my suvaphone and shannon tui thank you all so much for uh just actually being on at that time and being supportive so um let's take a quick listen to that one as well okay you know and that's like it's almost like uh inactive active type of thing right understood yeah and that's a good explanation i appreciate you uh, explaining that mm-hmm. even though i forced you that's what i'm here for today so, <laughs> so you know i i want us to go start talking right. about the different types of foods and everything it's yeah and i'm just, really interested to hear your both your perspectives man. i mean coming from like and uh you know the folks you know christy from the chilas right and uh I think Christina asked me too um, on Instagram. You know, they're both asking me if I was going to attend the event. Mm. And uh, myself, I said, no, I'd rather keep those spots open for folks who haven't been exposed to the culture before. Not that that's right or wrong, right? No, that no, was just no. my opinion. No, no, no. Um, Believe me. Yeah. Because I remember when you put it on uh, social media, I was like, me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, yeah. it was so popular that they opened it for another, what, two seatings? They did open it for another two seatings, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, 
I'm going to this. Right. I don't know who I'm going to have. To, <laughs> I'm going to wrangle, but yeah. I'm going to go, even if it's by myself. But no, I I totally appreciate you saying that. You know, I don't. I can't even remember how I even came across it. It may have been through you mentioning it on social media yeah. or me just doing some research on you know places to do you know some research on. Right. Um, but man, I was glad that you you said that because. As soon as you said it, I was like, "I'm gonna go buy this ticket right now because I don't know, I don't know what type of food. So it, I mean, I know what type of food it is, it's, but it's I'm pretty having much, it. Pretty much meant to me then. Yes, it's pretty much meant to I, I believe yeah. so. And then you know, to find out, you know, I mentioned it, and then Shannon said, "Oh, I'm going to." I was like, "What?" It's <laughs> like, "What time are you going?" I'm going at this part. Dang, I'm not going at the same time. So no, but yeah, good segue. Um, the first for cow, and. I will. I'm going to turn to our correspondent. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I might butcher their names too. You never. Whatever. Know. <laughs> Just so for the fun of it. Right. I know. But the first one they said I it get was so much hate mail. If I did that. <laughs> <laughs> you get mail. Don't be like the Lao brother doesn't know how to pronounce no. it. <laughs> the very first one they entitled it as "Snacks from the Streets of Laos." Yeah. So. Okay, so go, go ahead, go down the list. <laughs> He's not even going to attempt. <laughs> so, you got- so you could see that we were having a really great time from uh, just off of that and, and everything. It was okay. <laughs> it was a really fun time because he was able to provide us with some explanation of what a fakao is, um, the type of cuisine that uh, is done in, in Laos. Uh, his background shannon was able to share her background with food as well um i'm so um happy and thankful that i have i know so many different individuals that have different back different uh, ethnic cuisines and i shouldn't even say it that way but just cuisines period of their nationality or or culture that i am haven't been able have been able to experience um yeah it's 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 exciting to have have moments like this and i think you know it's it's fun to be able to not only to share it with your your friends and individuals that have been either in this business like the chefs that i mentioned previously but also your family and i mentioned that because i had an opportunity to have my sister on the show as well um, her name is Beverly Wright, and she's called into the show many times, but um, she has a business by the name of Heart to Hand Creations. And she was down um, during for this specific during this specific episode time frame uh, for the food and wine experience that happens every year at uh, Target Field. So uh, on that, I would love to just kind of like uh, give you an opportunity just to hear a, a brief conversation that we had specifically so that she could probably explain a little bit about what she does. And I don't know. I love our banter. You know, it's my sister. What what can you say? It's my sister. <laughs> what you're thinking of the whole experience. I mean, because this is this is I have to say it's a big deal for you. It really is, and I know you. You're my sister. You've been an artist for quite some time, but this is like a step. I'm very proud of you for this. Um, one that you made the arrangements, and you know, you put you put it all together. I mean, step by step, 
you know, you had the conversations, you did, you really are building your brand. And tell us a little bit, I should ask that question too, so that maybe that you could understand or help others understand too about your brand as an artist, uh, because you're the, you're, company if you want to say or that you're doing your artistry under is uh hand a uh, heart to hand creations uh designs by Bajay. how'd you come up with that well um heart to hand creations that was a lot sorry that's okay heart to hand creations or h2h um is simply that is from my heart and hands to yours you know it started off as as you know it didn't start off as a business it started off as sometimes not having a gift for a wedding or something and just feeling that I could create something personalized or special for the person or persons that we were going to be you know gifting or whatnot and um, it still kind of has remained my signature uh, I do a lot of wines for one. Even though I can make a set, I take commissioned work. I, I do a lot of kind of one pieces, just kind of like I would do a canvas. I'd only, you know, make one. And it it's not, I maybe don't have a particular um, individual in mind, but a kind of individual, one who I know would appreciate, you know, what my designs are, whether it's some quirky saying... Yeah, there's my sister, just giving her input and you know, answering my questions. She was she was a really great host, or a really great guest, I should say. Um, and you know, it's it's odd for me, you know, interviewing my sister. And yeah, in the episode, she was just like, "Just interview me, like you. They don't like the city doesn't know me," and she's right. But you know, when you're when your siblings you have that banter you have that type of communication that's people may not understand so i have to remember to turn that off <laughs> anyway guys uh, again such great experiences with uh, people that have um been here um there was one specifically that i another that i would like to share which this is a local and national food writer her name was mecca boss that she provided some insight and, and perspective, but it was a little bit of a, she told a little bit or helped us to understand a bit of how important it is to tell a story, um, you know, with food or how food itself can actually tell a story. So why don't we take a listen to that? But, you know, I could glance over at them and they're eating their food like, Wesley, stop it you know let them <laughs> but if they're telling me this i'm not really asking any questions i'm just you know listening oh my phones are ringing off the, hook this ringing morning. Off the hook. <laughs> uh give me one second caller hi caller thanks so much for tuning in and calling into uh the unbougie foodie uh i'm your host wesley along with mecca oh man did i miss I couldn't have missed it. I couldn't have. Hey, everybody knows who you are, man. Oh, see, okay. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Your guest is super on point because while y'all was talking about uh, uh, places having a story and that being just as interesting as the food, the first place I thought of was the best steakhouse. Yeah. University. Let me tell you something. I grew up in the, in this neighborhood um, that you that you know, the Victoria, kind of like Frogtown, heading into Midway, kind of a deal. And this family has been feeding 
the neighborhood for years since we were since we were kids running around. It's always been, and, and more than likely always will be, um, until Armageddon. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, no seriously, man, and it's like. The food is affordable. It's good. The steak burgers, uh. And you know, they close. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I understand they close for a month in the summer so they can go to Greece and, and see their family and enjoy themselves yeah. a bit. And I know yeah. that when they when they come back to town, people just people just line up to get in there because the neighborhood really misses them. Aww. Yeah, where, where y'all been at for a month? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from August until September yeah. or something like that, man. But it's crazy. So I just wanted to give you some love. Oh, thank you. For even, even knowing that and Western Force for a wonderful show, man. Keep doing your thing. I'm Bougie Booty. What up? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Glow. <laughs> See, I get, I get motivated by moments like that and appreciate individuals that um, want to share moments with me. Um, gosh there there are so many others again like i said this is episode 100 um i i feel kind of goofy doing this but (laughs) i I need paparazzi you know or something around me right about now i don't know just taking pictures and what seeing my goofiness at the moment but i i just gotta say it's it has been such a wonderful time uh i mean really uh experiencing all of these different moments uh having again these chefs these writers um whether it be professional um a home chef or home cook uh people that want to have a, a share or a voice and i'm glad that one weqy gives me a platform to be able to offer those that also want to share their stories about, uh, you know, in, with food or of food and let others within the community know more about their culture. Um, remember, this show is it, although it is about food, it is about community as well uh, and also caring for your neighbor. Um, we talk about food justice. We talk about so many different um, things that we're reaching out to the community uh you know to find resolutions of issues um that are that the community is facing when it comes to people being hungry uh, and we will need to find a solution Uh, among other food topics um you know we we're just glad i'm just glad to be able to share uh information as well as adventures, food adventures that I've had with you as a listening audience. Thank you so much for being here. And as I end every show, I want to remind you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you need to be because really, it is all about the food. Until next time, maybe another hundred. (laughs) Peace. Je foudais